If you see a terrible movie right in front of you, would you just walk away? It's harmless phosphorescence. This is Thoreau Smiley, and all my life, as you know, I've been a loser. Who's joining me this week? Hey, I'm Josh Cece. You're going to be okay. I'm just going to walk over here for a minute. (laughs) I just woke up and all my powers are gone. How am I going to make it through the podcast? I'm Brian Lesh. I am champion trampoline cage fighter, Alaric Weber. And this is Harmless Phosphorescence. It's the podcast where we watch every theatrically released full-length live-action superhero movie ever made. We gather some research into the production and the source material, then we tell you all about it. This show is brought to you by our patrons. Patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith and Atticus Burkett. You can be a patron too. Just head to patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. We got lots of bonus content there. We got monthly movies. We just posted Every Which Way But Loose. Um, and we've got our August uh, one. We are putting up the uh, the poll for that. Uh, so you can vote for our August movie. The year is 1989. The four movies that you can vote for are Ghostbusters 2, Roadhouse, Little Monsters, and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So uh, head on oh over God. to patreon.com slash harmless entertainment and you can hear all of our monthly movies. And uh, guys, this is our 100th episode, our 100th movie of Harmless Phosphorescence. The 100th wow. movie. Yes. We've done a. This is the hundredth superhero movie released into theaters, minus the few that we missed, but we're not going to talk about. Um, But there weren't many. There's there's two that I can say we legitimately missed, and then a couple others that maybe could have been on the list. But um, there was a Power Rangers movie. We missed a Power Rangers movie. We missed some (laughs) some indie movie that was written by uh, by uh, James Gunn. but uh, uh, yeah. but uh, those are the only two we legitimately missed. But um, that means that next week, guys, we are going to have a look back, a retrospective, if you will, a special 100 movie extravaganza. There will be awards. There will be countdowns and a who's who, a veritable who's who of harmless phosphorescence will be on that podcast. <laughs> a who's who of what? What? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What? <laughs> so. Uh, special guest, Brian Lynch. <laughs> uh, hosted by Billy Crystal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the Solid Gold Dancer. <laughs> so uh, check that out. That's next week on this very feed in which you are listening to this podcast. 100 episodes. But this week, we are talking about our 100th movie. It is All Superheroes Must Die. Something's wrong. Powers are gone. Good evening, everyone. I made a game. I'm calling it role reversal, where you get to lose and I get to win. You don't play, and the entire town is rigged to blow. Without us, who knows what Rickshaw will do? This isn't just about you and me anymore, it's about everything and everyone we've ever cared about. I can't wait to introduce you to some of my other friends that you haven't met yet. If we don't do this together, we don't have a shot at beating this game. No! He's watching us. 
Is this it? Is this your plan? I mean, what's your backup plan? Backup plans are for people who expect to fail. All superheroes must die. Released technically into theaters <laughs> January 4th, 2013. Uh, has a running time of 78 minutes. Thank God. Um, a budget of twenty thousand dollars. It uh, it came out in a film festival in two thousand eleven. I believe uh, TIFF. I believe Toronto International Film Festival in twenty eleven. Twenty eleven took two years to get to a limited release. Yes, in the United States. It did make a limited release, thus qualifying it for this podcast. <laughs> I mean. And we said it, it feels like it, it's a demo reel. It, it feels like a movie you would make to show studios that you can make a movie. Absolutely. But I will say, um, to be fair, they did a lot with 20 grand. I mean, <laughs> yeah. a lot. The, the the production. Yeah, I don't really have an issue with, you know, the production values because they, they did pretty good for 20 grand. Like, I'll give them yeah, that. I mean, yeah, they didn't build that junkyard, for example. You know, yeah. Yeah. Well, and the costumes and were were they're fine. Yeah. If they how, made sense. how much of that twenty grand actually went to the movie? I want to. I want and to not to and pizza. Remar. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. there's one legitimate kind of well-known actor in this movie, yeah. and that's it. And then and then the kid who played Havoc, who I'm sure was friends with this guy. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He was a uh, he was a producer also. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he. Uh, well, from what I understand, well, okay, we'll get into that in the production. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah definitely. Um, it it it's it felt like a student film. It yeah. probably was. Mm-hmm. They were probably in college. They all look like they're in their early twenties. I can't remember the name, but I'm sure we all saw that really well done Batman fan film. Oh, that was done a few years ago. Was that? Wait, 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 are you talking about the alien one or or the predator one or the, the predator uh, one is the one that I was thinking of. There was one was where he fought was predator or was it a uh, one where he Gotham, fought Joker? Joker? Yeah, there was a character playing Joker. I saw that. Actually, that was pretty good. That was pretty yeah. good. And the it, it felt like it had the same production value. Yeah. Um, the predator one <laughs> felt like <laughs> like felt like a real. Like, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Um, so all right, uh, all superheroes must die released January 4th, 2013. There is no box office mojo information on this, it did not make enough money to track. I have a mm-hmm. feeling it showed in one or two theaters for a week or two. If I had do to we guess. think it made its twenty thousand dollars back? Uh, oh, no. based, uh, I mean, it maybe I, I'd imagine so. At this point, you know, uh, eight years on. How much did movie tickets cost back in uh, 2013? Seven, nine bucks? Somewhere like that. Yeah. Imagine paying seven to nine dollars and walking into this. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. You're paying seven to nine dollars to walk out of it early. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. I'm sure it was released, I'm sure, just solely to to be able to qualify for certain things, I imagine, be it film festivals or, or our um, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they writers, actors, thing. Podcast they money. saw it coming. They knew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, they saw some other things coming, which is odd, but yeah. yeah. I mean, th- dude's making money off, off Tubi. I mean, not much, but for every stream, I imagine he at least gets a few cents. 
Well, there's two other movies in this series quote released quote. straight to YouTube. <laughs> Both of them released straight to YouTube. I, I haven't looked yeah. at their views, but with advertising, those might be making a decent amount of money. <laughs> you, I mean, you can make people get rich off YouTube. <laughs> so eleven-year-olds. <laughs> yes, uh, my, world. my friend. My friend has made thousands of dollars off of a single cat video. So yes. Wow. Like, yeah, no, so, like reaction videos. J- Jude's yeah. obsessed yeah. with like the monetization of reaction videos. He was like, look, this guy sits here, watches this blankly, and then says four sentences about it. He has three million subscribers. This video has 700,000 views. <laughs> like, I Good did the math. Lord. Sitting and watching a trailer and then saying three sentences about it earned this guy something like $12,000. Like... All superheroes must die too. The last superhero um, has 21,000 views. Okay. And they, wow, say, so they, they say you're likely to make about $3 per thousand views on YouTube but with that, if, it, if there's advertising. That's not after mm-hmm. tax, though. No, not after tax. <laughs> and how, how much do those $10.99 for that shit? So if there's, you said 20,000 views, Al? Uh yeah, twenty twenty one thousand. So you know, over sixty grand if it's monetized on that one <laughs> before taxes, but still. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he's not retiring off it, but it's some income. Yeah, that's what it wow. is. In dollars, if if you're counting it in love. Yeah. Um, are you looking up the third one, Al, or should we move? I'm on? trying to find it, but it's not coming up. Stop. Okay. Let us know if you find it. In the meantime, right. don't we, let us. Yeah. In the <laughs> meantime, play in the theater, keep it to yourself. Yeah. In the meantime, <laughs> fellas, you're ready to play the box office top 10 game. Woo. For the powerhouse week of January 4th. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> January 4th, the week when all the big movies come out. Unboxing day or whatever. Uh, we have one release. Um, as far as I can. <laughs> Tasing your cat? My God, Al. It's a bug zapper. I got mosquitoes. Um, He's doing his own version of Saw. <laughs> uh, um, so, all right. January 4th, 2013. It's our first movie of 2013, guys. <laughs> Yay! That banner year. We made it out of 2012. Great. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a couple years that are going to take us a few months coming up. Um, but anyways, um, obviously this did not make the box office top ten. We have one opener this week. Um, and uh, yeah, you ready to jump into it? Mm-hmm. Do it. This is the box office top 10 coming in at number 10. A salesman for a natural gas company experiences life-changing events after arriving in a small town. Oh, I remember this one where his corporation yeah, wants Maddie. to tap into the available resources. It's Matty Damon. Yep. Is is he having a supernatural experience because there's a gas leak? <laughs> he's he's also trapped. There's ghosts everywhere, and I'm he, selling the gas. He gets trapped somewhere, and he has to be rescued by the gas company. <laughs> All Matt Damon movies, I think, from this point forward, should only feature him being stranded somewhere and getting rescued. 
Now it's got a one word, right? Like whistleblower. No, or no, no. It's two no, words. It two words. Uh, but it, it's just as generic of a title as that would have been. Getting gas, gas man. <laughs> Gassing up. It's called Promised Land. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. All I right. didn't look, wow. but like I feel like Sandra Bullock's involved somehow. <laughs> just it seems like that kind of movie. <laughs> um. Mm. Coming in at number nine. Oh, uh, no gassy prizes for anybody. <laughs> no gas points. Yes, it's you. Oh, boy. Okay. Wow. I forgot this movie existed. As inventor Andy Brewster is about to embark on the road trip of a lifetime, a quick stop at his mom's... An inventor. A quick stop at his mom's <laughs> house turns into an unexpected cross-country voyage with her along for the ride. Don't tell mom my patent's dead. <laughs> it stars Seth Rogen and Barbara oh. Streisand. <laughs> yeah, he was an inventor. He's an inventor. Yes. Oh. Yeah, it's Seth... called like Mom Trip. So, oh, Tripping very close. Mom. Very close. Very close. Mom, mom what, death race. What, what do moms do? What passive Nag. aggressive thing? Yeah, kind of. What passive aggressive bullshit do they do? Um, uh, nag, complain, nag. Um, fisticuffs. What kind of trip? <laughs> <laughs> fisticuffs. <laughs> oh, it's fi trip. fight mom. <laughs> mom <laughs> fight club. No, it's part of a long series. Yeah, it's called the guilt trip. Guilt trip. Oh, oh, the guilt yeah. trip. That's uh, clever. As she, how many things you have to invent, and with what sort of prolific before you're called an inventor right the guy who owns a patent you know right well, like the guy in goonie or not goonies and uh, gremlins we see him he invents some right. weird shit yeah, a great a lot of thing. yeah. yeah. he definitely he qualifies as an inventor but if you like right if you like put a clock on a toothbrush are you an inventor <laughs> like if not you do the right. one I, thing i invented the sham wow it's the time <laughs> rush yeah. The time yeah. brush. Time <laughs> <laughs> brush. Wow. That's a whole movie. You can do time. it with a hot tub. Were you brushing your teeth and you travel through time? <laughs> you're where they didn't have toothbrush. You're brushing your teeth and the bell starts ringing. <laughs> Once you are brushing at 88 miles an hour. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a timer in toothbrushes. My electric toothbrush after two minutes starts like doing a thing. But is there a clock? <laughs> no. Do, yeah. do you have to wind it? it? Yeah. You have to wind the toothbrush. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. do, but I don't know if I have to. <laughs> Got a compass in the stock and a thing that tells time? It has a scope. <laughs> a bayonet. But it just, it just sprays scope in your mouth. <laughs> All right, that's number nine. Coming in at number eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <sighs> there's no way to describe this without just giving it away. Um, Jurassic Park. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll describe this in the uh, as it relates to Jurassic Park. 130 years before Jurassic Park. <laughs> 
Is it 10,000 BC? No, what was that 130 years before Jurassic? No, but that was a movie that came out around that. <laughs> 130 years before the film Jurassic Park was released, a man struggles with decisions he must make and the organization of which he is the head of tears itself apart. Lincoln. Yes. Yeah. The organization being the United yeah. States of America. <laughs> more uh, it was the 130 years before Jurassic Park I'm like what the fuck happened 130 years before yeah Lincoln Daniel Day Lewis as ABL so this is the sequel to Lincoln versus <laughs> vampires or whatever yeah, right oh god if only they had gotten Dan- Daniel Day Lewis for that one or for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh my God. What if he like loved the role of Lincoln so much he insisted on playing Lincoln in every movie that had Lincoln as a character? What if? <laughs> that would be that would amazing. Be life is closer to what I think it should be. Just uh, fun and weird. He's just the, the Tony Stark of presidential movies. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or Nick Fury. Yeah, this was a post-credit scene with Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> He's like, General Grant, I'm here to talk to you about an initiative. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) Uh, I'm coming in at number seven. Pete and Debbie are both about to reach a landmark in their lives. Their kids hate each other. Both of their businesses are failing. They're on the verge of losing their house and their relationship is threatening to fall apart. The older I get, the more this movie hits home, anyways. Crazy, stupid love? Uh, No, this is uh, starring Paul Rudd. (laughs) Um, It's a... uh, What's his face? This is 40. This is 40. Yep. Yeah, it does hit. Yeah, Yeah, because I was not not 40 in 2013, but I'm now past 40, so I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um... Coming in at number six, Artie and Diane agree to look after their three grandkids <laughs> when their type A helicopter parents need to leave town for work. Problems arise when the kids' 21st century behavior collides with Artie and Diane's old school methods. It's boomers versus zoomers. <laughs> the 21st century behavior. Is he like a robot clone? I, yeah, right. I assume there's like iPads and shit. Oh my god! So this stars Billy Crystal and Billy ben, Crystal and Bette Midler. Say. Yeah, huh? It's wow. uh, the grandkids or lock them in a closet. Yeah, but daddy daycare. It's parental guidance. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think movies like that, the title comes first? And they work around that. Or... Like, what if we called a movie Parental Guidance? All right. What would okay. Be, what, okay. Yeah. What would that be about? I don't know. But Billy Crystal's attached. <laughs> Wait, I just suggested no, it five that seconds. Key and Peele sketch. The Key and Peele sketch about Gremlins. Right. Exactly. Right, you know what? You're insane. <laughs> it's in the movie. It's in the movie. It's in the movie. <laughs> Say, take, take two words and put them together. Plant Gremlin. <laughs> it's in the movie. You're like a child. You just strung words together, but you know what? I like it. It's in the movie. <laughs> uh, number five. A homicide investigator digs deeper into a case involving a trained military sniper who shot five random victims. Oh, shit. Uh, 
Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this was the first. They made at least one sequel to this. I don't know. I don't think they made a third. Is it just called Sniper? No. Um, it stars oh. America's sweetheart, Tom Cruise. Oh. Is it an MI? Nope, not an MI. It's part of another series he tried to oh, make. Oh, Reacher? Into- Jack Reacher, yep. The Reacher round. <laughs> the Jack Reacher round. <laughs> you know, rumor has it Tom Cruise is also familiar with that. So, Oh, careful. He will sue the shit out of us. He will. He's a tiny little thing. <laughs> I will bring the full force of the Church of Scientology down upon you. I was reading, Just let me know when, Tom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was reading an article about that recently, and the, the uh, South Park guys went through the entire process they got to for the Tom Cruise in a Closet episode, where they're like, we want to do an episode about Tom Cruise being gay, and the... the uh, their producers are like, no, you can't do that. They're like, okay, so... Viacom sends every lawyer. Yeah. They're like, okay, so what if we do an episode about people thinking is gay? Nope, can't do that. What if he's just literally in a closet? They were like, okay. All right. <laughs> you can get away with that one. Can we say whoopee instead? <laughs> also, can we add R. Kelly and uh, what's his name? Um, I don't know who else was trapped in a closet. It was John Travolta. That's right. Oh, Travolta. And Kanye West is a gay fish. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's where the gay fish thing came from. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. South Park episode. Kanye West is a gay fish. I just that specific episode. That specific episode was like nuts. Oh, God. Yes. It was uh, it was based off the R. Kelly musical thing that they had done on MTV, too. Yeah. Trapped Trapped in in the closet. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was yeah. a saga. Trapped in the closet was crazy. Yeah, wasn't yeah. there a little person? Yeah, well, yeah, there was a little person in that movie <laughs> or in that series, whatever it was. Series, yeah. If I feel like I refuse to like, like, do anything that like does anything for R. Kelly anymore now, but um, yeah, uh, sometimes, some every once in a while, I get a little pang of missing ignition and uh, trapped in a closet because <laughs> they were just so <laughs> damn entertaining. Um, I believe I can fly. Oh, yeah. So, all right, that's number five coming in at number four. Oh, this thing. Okay. In 19th century France, a man who for decades has been hunted by a ruthless policeman after breaking parole agrees to care for a factory worker's daughter. The decision changes their lives forever. Lemez. 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 Oh. Yeah, the uh, Russell Crowley Miz. Yeah, Ugh. some of the worst singing ever. Yeah, I just don't like the musical. The book is so much better. God damn it! <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. never gotten around to seeing any version of Les Mis. Have you read the book though? No, nope. because the book's incredible. Right. Don't watch the shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, coming I in. I saw at- Victor Hugo's tomb. Oh wow. Really? It's- it's in a big building, you know. It's not just in a graveyard. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it, it. It's not just like in the street. I don't know. It's not just in my house. Like, well, it's, it's, it's in not Paris, just Victor Hugo too. It's, I was going to say a few feet or a few kilometers away, you can see Jim Morrison's. And that's oh, okay. In, oh, it's and a, that's in a cemetery. Oh, it's in that same. Uh, no, no, spot. it's not. But like I'm saying, for instance, oh, Victor it's, Hugo's it's, is it's in more of a museum. Gotcha. Type. Anyway. Um, okay, so coming in at number three, 
<sighs> a reluctant Ooh. hero sets out with a spirited group of thieves to reclaim their home and treasure. All superheroes must die. <laughs> <laughs> Is that that one with Eddie Murphy and Matthew Broderick? No. Is it pirates? It does not have pirates in it. Okay. Hmm. It is a fantasy film. It is a prequel. The Reluctant Hero and a band of thieves. What'd you say, Brian? The Hobbit. The Hobbit, which one? It's the first one. (laughs) An an unexpected journey. Oh, yeah. That long ago? Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm a gigantic, gigantic fan of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. The Hobbit prequel trilogy is hot, is a hot mess. I I, I, still, I hate it. I still have not seen the second and third movies. I saw I the second. Myself to do it. I saw yeah. the second and about twenty minutes of the third, but wow. like it I was sleep a lot. They were they were bad. They were bad. I really need to eventually get around to watching one of the uh, fan edits that edits it down into one two-hour yeah. movie because <laughs> I think that might be pretty good. Smaug was cool. Smaug was cool. Um, I, yeah. And, you know, Martin Freeman as Bilbo was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah the casting was, was really well done. Yeah. It's just, it, it, would seemed, it seemed like too much at first. That dude can do anything. Once, Legolas did not belong there. Legolas did not belong there. And once there was a dwarf elf love story, I was like, no, <laughs> what are you doing? Why? Hey, man, some of us are really into that. So, uh, you know, it was they know their audience. Oh well, my god! Nobody. I would much rather have seen Guillermo del Toro's Hobbit. Honestly, that would have been so. Uh, a dwarf elf love interest. That's like any relationship Tom Cruise has been in. <laughs> Bada bing! This is this and is James Marsden. This I, this episode is going to be all about taking down Tom Cruise. It seems. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys know this, but he was uh, all of the uh, hostages. <laughs> all of the <laughs> faceless hostages. Movie. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. Opening at number two. Didn't make number one. Opening at number two. A young woman travels to Texas to collect an inheritance. Little does she know that an encounter with a killer is part of the reward. <laughs> what? <laughs> they didn't use reward, correctly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is a remake of oh. a classic uh, horror film. Oh, Straw Dogs? No. Sugarland Express. That's not a horror. Movie. No. Um, the the original was, I believe, the late seventies, mid to late seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely mid to late seventies. Oh, the town that dreaded sundown. Nope. Um, and okay. <laughs> um, Rosemary's the, Baby. The. Uh, <laughs> Rosemary's baby shower. Uh, there, there is the killer is iconic in the vein. Oh, it's uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Oh. No, no, it's a Texas. No. Even Texas Chainsaw Texas. Massacre. Oh, Texas. Texas. It's 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 the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's just called oh. Texas Chainsaw. No I massacre. Saw this in the yeah, <laughs> it's just a it's an infomercial for that particular chainsaw. <laughs> it's it's aimed at lumberjacks. <laughs> Don't don't ever aim your chainsaw at anything you don't intend to chainsaw. <laughs> uh, um, and 
number one this week for, uh, looks like what? Oh, third week in a row at number one. Wow, good for you. Um, <sighs> the, it rises. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Yoda? Yeah, Grover, or <laughs> Yo, yeah, Yoda. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like Cookie Monster. <laughs> it rises. It rises. It rises. <laughs> I will break you. <laughs> but first, I'll wind and dine you. Like I'll break you, <laughs> Scoobs. G Scoob. Zoinks. <laughs> Zoinks. Uh, okay, there's no way to describe this without giving it away. With the help of a German bounty hunter, a freed slave sets out to rescue his wife from a brutal plantation owner oh. in Mississippi. Fucking awesome. Django. Django Unchained. Yeah. Um, I could not... That was a, So that was a Christmas movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Third, third week. Oh, right. Yep. Third week. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Um, wow. I cannot... Imagine Will Smith in that. He was originally cast and then no dropped way. out because of all the N word usage. It was like, have you, like, you know, it's Tarantino, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. It's Tarantino it and it's set, it's set at a slave plantation. Like, what are you, I don't know what you expected, Will. Uh, so yeah, he's got the charisma, but not the swag for yeah, that role. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that is our box office top 10 for the week, which brings us to the production background. Oh, wait, we got comics history. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I'll tell us about it. No, we don't really. Um, <laughs> Thank God. This did not come from a comic, but as uh, Brian shared with us, there was a uh, prequel comic that came out after the movie came out. Like mm. Star Wars, yeah. uh, following in a long tradition of. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, because cool. uh, Mark Poulton fell in love with this movie after being disenchanted with the superhero industry. <laughs> I have superhero. comments on that. I don't know if he fell in love with this movie or he saw an opportunity for himself. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, money. So uh, uh, I don't know if it ever got released because all I saw it, was it uh, Kickstarter. It's $4 on Comixology and I thought about buying okay. it and I thought also, I don't want to give this guy any money. No. He seems... Yeah, really, well, kind of sad. And what so, stories could these characters have? It was called Charge, an all superheroes must die comic, ninety seconds. Um, and it uh, it took place just before the the movie. It I uh, I think oh. it explored the origins of the the powers of the the three powered, unpowered people, or dispowered. It people yeah. that we see in this movie <laughs> does uh, it even explain why <laughs> oh i don't know um uh mark polton had an uncredited unnamed part in unbreakable huh uh, it's like a writer, if a tree uh, falls in the forest and no one's there to hear it you know yeah. <laughs> did he actually go <laughs> um he yeah. he wrote yeah. He wrote for Savage Hawkman for DC and did a bunch of indie stuff. And the art was by Gavin Smith, who is known for The Accelerators and Ghost in the Shell and Dead oh. Legends. Hmm. Huh. All right. Um, I didn't buy it. I didn't read it. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're on um, your side. 
It, so that that article that I sent you guys uh, in Bleeding Cool was written by Mark Poulton. I don't know if you noticed that mm-hmm. that it was him talking about himself. Yeah, <laughs> it it was almost as awkward as this entire movie. Like, but it was it was uh, it was presented like the byline was somebody else who actually worked at Bleeding Cool and just like, hey, Mark Poulton writes, and then it's just Mark Poulton talking yeah. about his Kickstarter. Oh, yeah, it, it was very weird. Um, anyways, yeah, that, that this whole experience of this movie and then finding that I just uh, struck my faith in humanity down a couple of notches. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it was it was gross. <laughs> that yeah. article was gross. <laughs> yeah, he he like uh, talked about himself like uh, known as the seventh most overrated writer. In comic books, uh, just, wow. yeah, Once. the lack of self awareness or the overwhelming <laughs> self awareness to write that in the article, yeah. Oh. So, all right. Well, thank you for that, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Had to be said. It did. Yeah. Uh, um. So, all right. So that does bring us to the production. Um, this movie was written and directed by Jason Trost. So, uh, Jason Trost, he, uh, uh, is a indie filmmaker. Um, this is his second full length feature, not his first, (laughs) his first first full length feature is called the FP, which is about, um, Hold on. I want to get this. I want to get this right because this movie sounds <laughs> even more insane. <laughs> even more insane. So FP. the FP. All right, is a, set in a dystopian future where rival gangs fight for control of Fraser Park by challenging each <laughs> other in Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, it was uh, Beat Beat Revelation. Beat Beat Revelation, which is essentially Dance Dance Revolution. A deadly version of Dance Dance Revolution. (laughs) Yes. Um, Just, okay. The characters' (laughs) names are L-Dubba-E, B-Tro, J-Tro, KCDC. B-Tro and J-Tro. Well, his name is Jason Trost, right? So he named his character after, after himself. himself. Yeah, J- exactly. J-Tro, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was the L W E. Yeah, L W E. Yeah, is one, it. Of the, one of the characters. Just, the, just this, from the description on Wikipedia, just this one part. Um, let's see. Uh, the leader of the two, uh, Beatro, dies, and then his younger brother Jatro is traumatized <laughs> and leaves the FP. One year later, when he becomes outro. Yeah. One year later, Beatro's best friend KCDC finds Jatro working as a lumberjack. What happened to Citro through Itro? Right. Yeah, just jumping around. They, this is my like favorite medications. This is my favorite part. KCDC convinces Jatro that the FP needs him because LWE has taken control of the local alcohol industry and is refusing to sell alcoholic drinks to everyone. (laughs) So you storm that building. I've seen drunks do more for less. The lack of alcohol has led to an increase in methamphetamine addicts. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. That <laughs> took a long way to get there, but I can yeah, see exactly. Wait, wait. Developing now. I finally got sober thanks to men. <laughs> a, a decre- and dancing. Right? A decrease in homeless people and consequently an increase in ducks. Are you shitting me? No, that's what it says. <laughs> that's wow. the trade-off. We yes. know the danger of ducks. Apparently, being to I assume the homeless people. Nilly. I assume the homeless people were hunting and eating the ducks, and now that know, there are few natural ecosystem right. circle of life, a decrease in. Yeah. <laughs> hey, have you noted less homeless people? Um, yeah, maybe things are turning around. But have you noticed more ducks? So in 2019, uh, Jason Trost. Uh, oh, it was a TV series. What's that? Um, Duck Fit, the official FP workout video. <laughs> oh wow. God! Uh, He's on the duck train. Uh, um, yeah. So he uh, he did make two sequels to uh, All Superheroes Must Die. Um, in 2013, he released something called Wet and Reckless, which is a satire of reality television. Wet and Reckless. <laughs> that was um, me. You guys remember. Trost. Sorry. A- Andrea reminded us. Is that a duck fact? Oh, yeah. that might have been a duck fact. We haven't had one of those <laughs> in a long time. Yeah, it is a fact that you can trade one homeless person for, for a one duck. For a duck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is 2021. 20, <laughs> Did we consider whether or not the ducks were mules or selling the meth? <laughs> they were making it. They were making it yeah. in their quackery. So <laughs> you go deep enough into the reeds at the edge of the lake, and there's a meth factory. You can smell bleach and plastic burning. Uh, um, Jason Trost did have a small part in This Is the End that, uh, Seth Rogen, uh, Jay, what's his face, um, movie, Uh um, where, you know, um, where he played a cannibal and Uh he claims that he was playing a cannibal version of his character, Jatro from the FB. Although (laughs) none of the filmmakers on this at the end were aware of that. I was going to say, was he, was he being that extra? He was in a movie before this. <laughs> um, actually, his first movie, he was uncredited in Kazam. Oh, way the most 90s, Mandela effect way thing back ever. in '96. Yeah. Wow. Um. So, uh, yeah, Jason Trost. This was um, the stars. Jason. Um, he really is missing his right eye. He really is. <laughs> yes, that's he has. He says he's he's not missing it. He's blind in it, and so he's oh. he says he wears an eye patch um, because it it. Uh, so I'll give him that. It was a clever for him to have half of his mask blown off. And and I did notice yeah. like all the little things he did to like disguise it. So uh, yeah, and again, I mean the production that was a cool device. The production on this film wasn't terrible. It really wasn't. It's just the the it wasn't great. No, uh, but it was, you know, for 20 grand and a good chunk of that going towards uh, James Remar. <laughs> you know, I'll yeah. give him props for that. Um, the, uh, you know, the script <laughs> had left a lot to be desired, as did yeah, the I think acting. all the attention was on production. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it does star Jason Trost as John slash Charge. Lucas Till 
as a uh, uh, Ben slash uh, cutthroat. Cutthroat, yeah. Um, and uh, he, Lucas Till, would go on to uh, play Angus MacGyver in the 2016 reboot of MacGyver. Yeah. Um, he also was in Hannah Montana, the movie, The Spy Next Door, Monster Trucks, and he played Havoc. Yeah. In the X Men series. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, He's up there on that list now of actors who have played multiple superheroes. Yeah. It's true. For yeah. Him. We saw him in the 2011 X-Men first class as Havoc. So uh, not our first time with Lucas Till. He, I, I'm actually surprised because he, I'd forgotten that he was somebody when I first watched this through the first time. Mm-hmm. And he didn't seem any better than any of the amateur actors, honestly. <laughs> yeah. No, not really. Um, James Remar is Rickshaw. Um, James Remar, of course, uh, God, maybe kind of best known as either Ajax and the Warriors. Um, he was the father of, I mean, he's been in a million things. He was in, uh, you know, what's funny as a six degrees kind of thing. You mentioned, uh, the director was in, this is the end. Well, the same guys who made, um, pineapple express, Evan Goldberg, Seth Rogen. He's James Rebar's the um, military dude in the beginning who shuts down item nine and calls weed oh. um, illegal. Okay, that's Remar, and he has the he has an eye patch on. Huh. Um, we, <laughs> we last saw James Remar in Blade Trinity. Huh. Uh, we first saw him in the Phantom. That's right. That's right. I forgot. Um, we oh, we also saw him in Drudge, Judge Dread. He played Block Warlord Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> That's his name, not title. Yeah. Uh, um, let's see. Sophie Merkley played Jill slash Shadow. Um, she hasn't done much else. <laughs> Nothing worth noting. Uh, Lee Valmassi played Charlie slash The Wall. He was he also... He is a Caucasian gentleman. He is, yes. Uh, he was in the FP, um, and that seems to be the only other thing he was in. Oh, and The Day the Dead Weren't Dead, which was a short film. Uh, <laughs> Just uh, that's one day. something that Jason Trost made also. I, pr- I would not be surprised, yeah. Uh, Sean Whalen plays Manpower. <laughs> He's a McPoyle, right? Or no? Just looks like one. Oh, that okay. That was Uncle Sam. That was Uncle Sam, right? The Uncle Sam guy. Right. Okay, and we'll get there. But yes, his oh, yeah. stupid name was Manpower. Yeah. And and not what you just said, which would make so much sense. Um, he we first saw Sean Whalen in Batman Returns. He played a paper boy. Um huh. yeah. Huh. Uh this see. is the progressive advertising guy, right? The guy who's one of the like Oh, this he sells insurance now I, with flow. I didn't see that in his. Oh, you know who oh, he yeah. was. Right. You know who this guy is. Hmm. He was uh, the Got Milk guy, Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow, he was in the People Under the Stairs. Um, ooh, Days of Our Lives, The Bold and the Beautiful. He was in Lost for a while. Was I wonder a way- if he was bold or beautiful. <laughs> I'd say both. <laughs> he was in Lost. He played uh, Frogert. 
Uh, Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah, guy works. He was in Men in Black. Men in Black, I'm ah. seeing. Yeah. Look, because he's got that weird, weird looking face. So when you need that, except yeah. no substitute. Yeah. Um, he is not a McPoyle. So, yeah. No, he's not. He looks like him, though. Um, yeah. So, wow. Uh, our, our second most well known guy. Well, maybe Lucas Till also. Brian Taylor played Man. <laughs> and. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's uh, uh, the the Brian Taylor. Does he, does he throw the thigh bone into the air? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, over that the was that was the guy who was tied up at the beginning. Oh. The only hostage who oh. had lines just, apart okay. from apart from Cutthroat's sister. Gotcha. And so he's just a man, but didn't he feel like he knew a lot? <laughs> I thought he was someone that was they knew. On. Yeah. Um, and Nick Principi as. Sledge saw. The fucking <laughs> sledge saw. Most impractical weapon ever. Right. Um, who let's see. Oh, he's best known as playing Chrome Skull and Laid to Rest. And Laid to Rest 2, Chrome Skull. And again, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just another white guy. I think he was Russian. Yeah, he was uh oh god. This guy is in a bunch of bad of like a uh, of B horror movies. Blood Valley, Femme Fatales, mm-hmm. The Summer of Massacre. Sky <laughs> Sharks. Sky Sharks. Yeah. <laughs> Hatchet to um oh, Big Stan. <laughs> Good for him. Good for Stan. Um, for he's being. he's not Russian. He was born in Providence, Rhode Island. No, no, the character. The character. You know what I mean? Like, the first time they show he's at a distance and, you know, pardon me for generalizing, but he had sort of a cholo look. And then you get closer and he's just a dude in a strongman outfit. Just saying, so white. The whole movie. Oh, very, very. This is just this dude's friends and he does not know any people of color. Yeah. Um, This movie has... (laughs) James Remar doesn't? They couldn't ask Jimmy? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Got any friends? Uh, this movie has 0% um, critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, 23% audience. Um, I uh, pulled one of the five-star reviews for it. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> All superheroes must die is better than a lot of stuff that comes out of Hollywood today. While they're more concerned with how much money and explosions they can shove into three hours, we have independent minds working with a few thousand dollars to make film greats such as this. It's a smart, realistic take on the superhero genre, the likes of which haven't been seen before. (laughs) Jason Trost knows what he's doing, and I believe he'll be around for many years to come. Just remember, this isn't your little brother's typical action figure from Walmart movie. (laughs) Wow, and he prophesies by Jatro. Yeah, Jatro. <laughs> so allow my intro. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, another five star review says possibly the lowest budgeted superhero movie ever. And I, uh-huh. when I say lowest budget, I say lowest budget while making it work. What? That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. You may be able to notice a lot of the seams and limitations of this hybrid action thriller. However, this is an extremely ambitious film and a must-watch for any aspiring filmmaker. Jatro is God. Wow. <laughs> also written by Jatro. Written by Jatro, <laughs> yes. 
Uh, um, whereas Scott writes, why? Question mark. Half a star. <laughs> exactly. Everyone who loved it had never seen Saw. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah, clearly. Um, like it was so fresh. That's all I got. Guys, um, are you ready to jump into this movie? <laughs> Just hold the fuck on, will you? <laughs> Here we go. This is All Superheroes Must Die. Just like all good dogs go to heaven. I was trying to think of it. It just wasn't working. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we open on Charge, a superhero who apparently has a, uh, a a large amount of credit card debt, waking up in the street. Charge. <laughs> I have a question right off the bat. Was the, is this their city or did they wake up in some weird little because it's like pine blades? Yeah. I think it was a weird little town that they had never they been to before. Him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because they they know exactly where everything in this town is. Well, I mean, um, the the sign on the pharmacy said Fraser Park Pharmacy, but this the oh. the map said something different. He was said pine crest or something. He was re- he was referencing pine. his first movie. Oh. Yeah. Pine Mountain. That's what the map said. That's what it was. Well, oh, yeah, for there, it there being was a map, there was a map on the yeah. door. Well, they had like a paper map that he gave him for well, which, story reasons. Which, no, it was on the door. He ripped a, the little paper oh. map off, which but, which looked like the yeah yeah. So how was he expecting that? What was he told to rip that map down? Because otherwise, how were yeah, they expecting? How was the dude expecting them to find anywhere in this town they'd never been to before? Well, that's what I was going to say. He'll build. He's like, go to the laundromat, the laundromat. Yeah. And go to the hardware store. Well, yeah, he was like, go store. to the old shack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a, right. The old shack. <laughs> well, that's why I had to ask. Yeah. Okay. So they not the up. new shack. The old shack. Not the new shack they built out near the freeway. The old shack on the frontage road. <laughs> <laughs> Making a new shack. I, I think uh, Charge grabbed that map of his own volition. Um, I think so, too. Uh, to show how smart he is. Yeah, exactly. Rickshaw made a comment later. Um, <laughs> Jigsaw? Anyway. Oh, no, you said Rickshaw. Rickshaw. Rickshaw <laughs> which, which is not a scary thing. Was <laughs> no. He, is his birth name just Rick Shaw? His last name Maybe is Shaw. It is. Rick Richard Shaw. It's the Richard Shaw. Together. It's the opposite. It's Serbian. He just decided to have people pull him uh, on a little trailer. Vice versa. He's like, I've always felt like a loser. It's like, well, branch out. Stop. (laughs) Stop pulling people around in cars. Right. Exactly. Pulling people. Uh, Um. All right. So his costume's all torn up. He's got an injection mark on his wrist. There's another superhero dead in the street. Who the? Was that an injection mark? It looked like. It was like they had like taken like a mole or something. Oh yeah, like, yeah. like all their superhero powers were focused in their wrists. They, they removed Moles a skin tag. Yeah, yeah. They're like ah, these mole powered superheroes. <laughs> Which is not our first. No, lost yeah. their yeah. powers. Yeah, who have lost their powers? Um, but they don't tell us what those powers were. We do not know. We we get a little few they hints. Do eventually, we get well, yeah. kind of. We get a few hints. 
Yeah. I never did figure out what Shadow's powers were. Oh, old she, gal was supposed to be invisible. Yeah. Or, yeah. She was so, invisible. Or could yeah, turn invisible. Make, yeah. Yeah. All right. And so, oh, never mind. Go on. All right. So he, um, and the, so there was that dead superhero in the street at the beginning. We never find out anything about that guy. He wasn't no, in was any of the, the he wasn't in any of the flashbacks. So he was never part of the team. He was just some rando. Well, Super Rick Shaw has been doing this for a weekend. This is just the second group to come through. Oh, I see. He's like, all right, <laughs> yeah. we got to get set up. We have another group coming through in 30 minutes, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I rented like this bracket. cabin. Yeah. Leave the dead one. It's spooky. Yeah. Whoever <laughs> survives, spooky. then there's a, a championship. I know how sports work. <laughs> yeah. After Okay. So, yeah, I told you guys earlier off uh, Mike, we watched Spooky House on Saturday. Um, starring yeah. Ben Kingsley. When I told you that that man won an Oscar for playing Gandhi, he lost his mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> he literally has a fake curly mustache he wears and a turban. And he says things things like, I don't like children. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> and there's, there's an orphan. A kid got orphaned because his mom died of cancer. And the orphanage isn't going to pick him up until the first of the following month. So he's living alone on a houseboat until then. On a houseboat. Is that the spooky house? No, it's not. That's the sequel, Spooky Houseboat. All right. Spooky houseboat. And they kept being scared. Like, they'd break into the, sp- the kids would break into the spooky house and be terrified by, like, skeletons and stuff. Yet there's a loose jaguar walking around that they're like, oh, hey, boy. <laughs> I don't know. All right. This is not, we're not, this is not a spooky house podcast. All right. Um, so uh, he walks around a seemingly abandoned town for a while. Then we get the title card. Then we meet Cutthroat. Cutthroat wakes up in the same situation, but with a civilian tied up with a bomb attached to him. Um, he looked like one of the uh, the uh, the guys from uh, uh, Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> the guy that was tied up. What yeah, were they called? The the not, not the Proud Boys. What were they? The Proud Boys are different. <laughs> the Weeblos. Uh, but yeah, he looked like he was a villain or something. Yeah. like Formidable. He, he looked like something, not just oh, a rando. No. no. Let's stop and look at the reality. He runs that antique shop. <laughs> oh, he was in the antique shop, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, the Wall and Shadow who are two other superheroes, wake up in various places with the same mark on their wrists. They all find televisions near them. The wall Did they name themselves? <clears throat> they yeah. must have. No they one like else named them. The wall. Was the wall like sort of juggernaut-like? Like sort of unmovable? Was that his I think so. They said he was uh, we, immovable. We find, out, we find out later that he's never experienced pain. Um, Which, right, but, but, but we also find out that they were given their powers by something, quote, something that ca- coming out of the sky. Yeah. But the prequel comic explains that these three <laughs> have had their powers since the dawn of time. What? Yeah. <laughs> so they're all in. Never mind. We're not talking about. <laughs> no, the, but the movie clearly <laughs> indicates they were given powers by some sort of meteor or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Everyone except for um, and they, and, and yeah. I get the point where they are the age they currently look. 
Yeah, I thought they were just that age. This may, okay. This, all right. I mean, I yeah. could it's I could buy that they don't they're... age as quickly, but nobody said that. No. Well, no, no, they did. They did say they don't age. Oh. They did yeah. say they don't age. Um, but okay. they also said when that thing came out of the sky and gave uh-huh. us yeah. our powers. Like I didn't get any I, powers. Like I found contradictions uh within <laughs> the same scene. Yeah. Um, we'll get there. I wrote it down somewhere. Um, but I'm so glad that uh, Rickshaw gave everybody band aids for well, it's like, yeah, no, it's like when you get a vaccination, they just put a band aid over it. You don't want to bleed all over your, your oh. clothes. That'd be I rude. don't want you to die from sepsis, I want you to blow up. All right, so, um, then Rickshaw, who spent a fortune on CRT televisions. Uh, comes on and explains to them that he's devised a game, (laughs) a game in which you have to hit a golf ball into one of three holes in order to win a new car. (laughs) (laughs) Or the showcase. Yeah. And to advance to the showcase showdown. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Promotional consideration. Roy Hill. Remember, spay and neuter your pets. Um, (laughs) Do it. So, all right, he's uh, taken away their powers and, quote, has over 100 innocents tied up around the town in peril. 100 innocent civilians, he says. Yeah. I kept do a test to make sure everyone was innocent. Where were all of these people? Because we did not see anywhere near 100 people. Oh, no, no, no. the rec center was the final challenge that they just didn't get to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a sleepy little town. It's like one of the little towns that exists for tourists to rent cabins yeah. and go camping and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Did, did they go door to door and kidnap everybody? In ta- That's what I'm wondering. That's my point. Well, and it's like, a, yeah, yeah. Were there, and he says 100 people, but there's not. We, we, we see 15, I counted. And there yeah. would be no nightlife in a little town. That makes sense. But yes, there's nobody else that's not a superhero or a hostage. No, nobody I else. I guess they're all captured. Seen in the town. I guess, I guess uh, so. Yeah. Well, and he says he rigged the whole town to blow. Like, yeah. what does that mean, the whole town? Because it's spread out. There's a lot of, like, area that's just, like, trees in between some of these buildings. Like, right. did you blow up all the trees in between, too? That's why I chose that town because it was the most manageable yeah. <laughs> in those ways. They need to be uh, able to get from from the laundromat, the antique store to the laundromat real quickly, real quick, five minutes. Yeah, and uh, UHF uh, reception televisions everywhere. <laughs> yes, we'll get there. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. The, oh my god! All the the television system. Well, yeah, and he yeah. says he's hooked into the town surveillance system. Like what? The town surveillance town system? This one, there's one stoplight, and it's a this, flashing yeah. stop sign light. Um, yeah, yeah. This all ties into the map, also. Which, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rickshaw lets us know that the rules are incredibly simple. They are, except they're not. They're not simple at all. <laughs> Go ahead, Al. Oh no! Oh, that's, no, no. You, you look like you were telling me one moment. No, no that's uh, number one. Oh, number one. Okay. Um, so I, I will. I will say that the um, the UHF. What do they call that? The color bar. Yeah. The, visually, that was kind of cool because everything was so pattern. dark. Yeah. Test pattern. Test, yeah. And everything was so dark that sometimes that would pop on, and 
instantly sort of light up that space. Yeah. It was one visual thing that I was like, okay, that that's cool. I thought it was cool until something that drove me nuts about that, uh, which we'll get to later on in the movie. I just could not. Now I just can't get it out of my mind. It's oh, no. so lazy and so okay. frustrating. <laughs> uh, particularly with the color bars. All right. Surveillance. Okay, so um, so he says they have to play his game or everyone dies, and he tells them to meet at the laundromat, which they the laundromat of justice. <laughs> so they meet. We learn their real names, and he, and he explodes the man. Yes, he explodes in the antique shop. He does. He the explodes man. that guy. Man. <laughs> he explodes man. In the revolution. <laughs> his name was Manfred Mann. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh no, we want <laughs> Yeah, so we meet. We learn their real names. John, Ben, Charlie, Jill. <laughs> they're they're the Partridge family. Um, we learned that John, who was charged, wasn't affected by the injection. He apparently, quote, still has his powers. He's still strong. Because he he shook hands with the wall and uh, <laughs> who came who came tumbling down. Yeah. Uh, Roger Waters was really Charlie. Uh, they they shook hands and it caused Charlie pain in his hand. Yeah. Yes, gripped him so tight. It's like, oh, you're still strong. <laughs> like manly, strong, so tall, dreamy. But since he didn't really have powers, do you think he was called Charge because he was in charge? Yeah, one hundred percent. He was yeah. called. Or he just charged, charged. in these situations. Yeah, one. I mean, right, yeah. yeah, something like that. But also, yeah, <laughs> maybe like, oh, shit, all my friends got superpowers. I better start working out. <laughs> it's basically what happened. Yeah. Um, they, they totally should have made Charge be Charlie. Yeah. Mm. So it could be Charles in charge. <laughs> uh, also, why, like, yes. if like all of his friends have superpowers, but he doesn't, his only power then is like, being tough like why didn't they it's do friendship like, why did yeah <laughs> they should have done like a batman style thing where he was like he became like tech guy and like had to like right something like that but it's funny it's like and i know later years 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 later in the comics they kind of did but it's like flash thompson seeing spider-man and being like hell yeah let's do this <laughs> like i'm coming spidey <laughs> here i come i'm running <laughs> As fast um, as I can, which is still about 15 miles an hour. Yeah, a little bit of a flash. Charge ended up reminding me of Kick Ass, without the yeah yeah the, the I, I don't know the skeletal reconstruction. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. The whole thing reminded me. He was me green. Of the boys, uh, yeah, it was green. I like. He was wearing a wetsuit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, um, obviously, this preceded the boys, but yeah, yeah, he was so close to that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, all right, so um, Rickshaw comes back on one of the TVs at the laundromat, tells them to go to the hardware store. It's just a tour of the town, the hardware store, the laundromat. The hardware. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he just pops on TVs. It's like when Krusty the Clown made that really terrible version of his show yeah. out of that alkaline. <laughs> the blast. Stingy and Battery show. <laughs> he drank white Eisenhower. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, all right, they arrive at the hardware store. <laughs> There's a countdown on the TV that's there. 
Uh, there's a few melee weapons there. Uh, there's like a, a a tire iron and some other stuff. Um, a wooden stick. Chain. Yeah. Um, I think chain. Charge grabbed an axe handle. Yeah. Yeah. But they definitely only chose from the things that were left on the table. They didn't look around the hardware store. You know, like a garden weasel could fuck shit up. Yeah. <laughs> garden <laughs> weasel. <laughs> a sledgehammer. Like, um, yeah. Uh, have you any of you guys watched Mister In Between? No. It's it's an Australian show about like a hitman, but um, it's it's like one of those shows where it's like hitman, but also he's got like a a private life where he has to deal with his teenage daughter, stuff like that. Uh, almost like Sopranos, kind of, but Australian and uh, more comedic. But um, uh, he uh, he's like constantly like he's going shopping and he's like at a hardware or he's like at a, a sporting goods store and he's like getting like a tent and like a like a some like tennis balls and stuff. And then he like finds a hatchet and he's like, hmm. And like two scenes later, he's like murdering people with it. But yeah, yeah, you can find a lot of things in stores, hardware stores, sporting goods stores that could kill people easily. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Um, so all right. The only reason. Um, so all right. Uh they leave the civilians there tied up. <laughs> um the amount of like they save nobody. They save no one. Nope. No, no one, one yeah. gets saved. And we never know who anyone is, so there's absolutely no investment. Yeah, other than the sister. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, they blew up. That's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, most of the time they're hooded, so we don't even get to see a face. We don't even get to see, yeah. like, fear in the eyes. Like, Because they they're the same people over and over again. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It's the, the credits of the party. The innocents are four people. Mm-hmm. Throughout. Yep. <laughs> well, Pine Mountain's a dirty place. <laughs> uh, so, all right. They had, they're directed to their next destination. They're told to divide up into two teams. Team romance and team irony. <laughs> Me, I'm all I'm all on board with Team Rocket personally. Yeah. Um, they uh, are sent to the junkyard and the lumberyard, and again, <laughs> they know how to find these places in a you town they, they presumably have never been to. And two, um, Rickshaw reminds us that the rules of round one are quite simple. Again. 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 They're quite And simple. I love that right before they, they left uh, Shadow and Charge use the are looking each other in the eye and use the walkie talkies to be like, be careful. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're fifteen feet away from each other. They're looking at each other. Right. Anyway. Well, they had to make sure they worked. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not stupid, but it makes sense. It would have been really funny stupid. if they had been like, be yeah. careful. Over. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to make the sound. <laughs> um, so, all right. Uh, the teams are John and Ben and Jill and Charlie. Um, American Gladiator. Yeah. On the way, John and Ben argue. They've got a rocky past. Jill and Charlie apparently had an affair, even though she and John were involved. They arrive at their respective yards of junk and lumber. And... <laughs> John and Ben find a guy in a cage and five civilians tied up. There's a bomb with a lit fuse. Oh boy, is it lit? Yes. Yeah. Um, yet again, Rick Shaw tells us that the rules are quite. You got it. 
simple. You know, it's one of those things. If you have to tell me the rules are simple, they aren't. If you (laughs) have to tell me what a nice guy you are, you're not. You're not. Okay, so did James Remart film all of this movie in about 25 minutes? 100%. Had to have, yeah. It was one day. It was a one day Well, I think it was less than one day. I think like an hour is pushing it. Right. And probably nobody else was there. Over and over, and then uh, we get our finale scene with him. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it was one hundred percent just him and and Jay Trost, and um, mm-hmm. they were uh, yeah, they shot it like he had the he had the cue cards up. Dude read, went through it once, maybe twice, and then they did the end scene where he dies. Boom, you're yeah. out of here. There's your ten thousand bucks. Maybe that maybe that's how they save some money on paying James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe. it's under an hour, man. Five thousand. <laughs> Like, all right, fine. So that we're, we're gonna film this in my in my in in my rec room, right? One of the X Men is in this movie. This yeah. is a serious superhero movie, right? There's an X Men in here. What the hell? Um, so it the, it wasn't clear that they knew who. What was his name? Saw Sledge Sledge Saw Sledge Saw Sledge Saw Sledge Saw. So it, it wasn't clear. They said his name like they were supposed to know, but it wasn't real clear if they did. But. Uh, the science of fighting on a trampoline <laughs> was not accurate. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, wrestling, uh, Matt, has shocks and springs, but you can get purchase on it. You don't sink down into <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Sledge Saw appeared in the prequel comic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And he's just a circus strongman because that was his outfit. Uh, yeah. The, from what I gleaned, uh, yeah, he was... Just and a strong man. Uh, he, uh, there was there was a hero that didn't make it into this movie, um, who he picked up and broke his back over his knee and then threw him over, threw him off the roof. Like Bane's wow. there. Oh, I will break you. <laughs> Disappointment yeah. to his family. I think that he's was... a circus strong man, but he he leads with his face. Yeah. <laughs> he just headbutted that dude like five times. He can lift a barbell of one thousand pounds with his. Uh, so yeah, so um, John kills Sledge Saw, while like the other dude can't stamp out the thing. It never occurs to him <laughs> to try hitting, to cut it. No, he's hitting, he's it, with hitting it with the chain. <laughs> yes, like with the chain, and he's not making contact each time because he's swinging. Why it. would you hit he's it with a glove? Like this is the most ridiculous you can tear bullshit. It with your fingers, it's a yeah. Use it's yes. Pull it out. At worst, pull it out. Just pull it just out. Um, lick, lick your fingers. Well, and there's and just... that point where Rickshaw is like playing with dynamite. I'm like, what is this? Is this the 1920s? Are you Snidely Whiplash? Like you have yeah. a bundle of dynamite? <laughs> they had hand whiplash, crank alarm though. clocks on them. <laughs> yeah. Like what um, the hell? And curly wires. Pee on yeah. that shit. I don't know. <laughs> There's any number it's of things bad. that will smother the little tiny like spark. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, exactly. Stand on it and don't move until the other guy has removed the hostages and then step <laughs> off. Of it. Well, yeah, but in the end, the fuse didn't even matter because it was just a trick. Like, but they blew up. Yeah, they blew up, but it wasn't because of the fuse. It. Yeah. He had like a oh, remote yeah, detonator, detonator also. Yeah. So the fuse. No, I was talking the practicality of a fuse. Yeah, but the fuse, like, <laughs> like, or wet your fingers and pinch it. Right. <laughs> like, it's like Bane. It's 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 similar to Bane, where he's like, "We have a trigger. 
And also, uh, it's mm-hmm. going to go off eventually anyways. Yeah, no matter yeah. what, it's going to blow up. <laughs> but we yeah. also have a trigger. Um, yeah, all right. Uh, so we, all, we find out at this point, uh, Cutthroat says, I could have saved them if I was still fast. <laughs> yes. So apparently yeah. he's a speedster. With the name Cutthroat. <laughs> With the name Cutthroat. I guess you can run up behind you and cut your throat. I guess. Yeah. Either way, but, it sounds sort of dark. Yeah, Cutthroat anyway, yeah. sounds like a bad guy's name. Yeah, it's yeah. a pirate, and have right. and has we'll nothing whatsoever to do with speed. Yeah. So he named himself that, I would assume, because he's, <laughs> I don't know. Well, they really wanted, wanted charge to be, to be Cutthroat, but the, the yeah, when did we charge? Eye patch thing. Yeah, uh, like two on the nose. <laughs> uh, so, all right, and then um, the yeah, the civilians blow up, even though they do eventually um, tamp or get the fuse out. Meanwhile, Jill and Charlie run it, uh, have a run in with a guy in an Uncle Sam costume with a flamethrower called manpower. Manpower. <laughs> Now, I didn't look it up, but I think Uncle Sam is... I don't think that's a trademark to name. No. I think it's in the public domain. Yeah. But she, or but it could have been, yeah, or General something. Or, it could have been Uncle um, Slam. Uncle Slam. Yeah. That, was you know? beautiful. Yeah. that would right? be fantastic. Yeah. What's, and he even starts with the, I want you, you know, but it's manpower. And there, there was a number of, like, Flipping you off, like gags throughout this. Like it happened frequently. Yeah, eleven-year-olds would love this. Oh yeah, but manpower is the place that like helps you get a job. Yeah, like they're an out-of-work contractor. It's a temp service. Yeah, Yeah. it's a temp service. One hundred percent day labor. Yeah, he's imposing strong man. That's a good name for like. Oh yeah, the guy's power is to crush beer cans. Right, like say sledge saw. Sledge saw. Right. If yeah. he'd had a saw of Sledge, some sort, or, or, like, or a Sledge. hammer saw, yeah, you know? hammer one saw. side, one side, <laughs> one side's a chainsaw, the other <laughs> side's a sledgehammer. Oh no, it's Leatherman. It's they couldn't afford a, to execute these all the way. Yeah, it's, a, it's just a regular friend. hand saw with a, a, a sledgehammer <laughs> peen on the end. It's like they knife wrench. The... Knife wrench. <laughs> so it's He's like, damn, I grabbed the wrong side of the handle again. He who is worthy can feel the power of the bandsaw. <laughs> the sledge saw. Whoever has smoked enough math to use the sledge saw. <laughs> yeah. Ducks uh, everywhere. All right. So um, they, they radio... Uh, they radio Charlie and did they, the did, other dude. Did Rickshaw? Am I getting that right? Rickshaw. No, did he yeah, give Rickshaw. them the radios? No, he they like got them at the. They yeah. got them at the hardware store. Yeah. Oh, or the. Yeah. 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 The hardware store. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so they they radio John and Ben. They get John and Ben to come there. They arrive. They uh. Um, but it's too late because manpower's already stabbed Charlie. Well, yeah. The the wall is subdued with one punch to the face. Yeah. Yep. Because uh, he's, he's never felt pain before. <laughs> yeah, and he just falls well, down yeah. and like lays there, like oh oh. And oh. cries. And he's called <laughs> yeah. the wall, but actually it's just thin framing and two sheets of drywall. <laughs> and you can put your fist right through it. Yeah. Six uh, foot studs instead of two. Um, manpower decides he he's a cannibal. 
I guess. He wants to, to yeah. eat his insides and gain his power. He said something like that. Jason Charles like, it's a metaphor, man. <laughs> it's it's it'll all make sense when you see my cameo, and this is the end. <laughs> right. yeah, it all fits. <laughs> this will all make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Read this prequel comic. See me in this. So they arrive. They kill Manpower, but it's too late. Charlie dies. They kill him. He just knocks him into some boxes. I don't yeah. know. He never, he never gets up he and done. into a, a wooden crate, and he just he's just gone. You have to well, assume and, he's dead. Otherwise, he would have gotten up and come after them again. again. And, and does, eaten their insides. Yeah. Is Charlie um, sort of got a Lenny from Mice and Men thing going? Because Charge <laughs> definitely treats him that way. He's like, yeah. you're going to be fine. You're going to be, you know, like you're dealing with either your pet dog or a child. <laughs> I'm just going to walk over here and talk with the grownups. Yeah, so we're gonna talk about how great you're doing. So <laughs> yeah. Don't you worry. <laughs> you're, you're you're doing great, Tiger. Yeah, you're gonna go to a farm upstate. <laughs> uh, so all right. Um, then uh, yeah, then the civilians there also blow up. There were several scenes of things <laughs> blowing up, where like it was just a shot of the heroes, and like mm-hmm. there was an explosion sound, and they threw someone off. S- Offset was just throwing rubble throwing, or throwing yeah. pieces of things on they, into they the did camera. Not have money for explosions. Yeah. yeah, like all those gas cans and the hostages. It was like, psh, and yeah, uh, like a, a board, a two by four <laughs> flew over near there. Yeah. While four an explosion sound happened. Yeah. So uh, uh, charge charge had a line uh, saying uh, he makes us think we can win, pulls the rug out from under us, which is. Um, Rickshaw said the same thing in his first video. Like, I'm going to pull the rug out from under you. <laughs> After rugs. I'm done pulling this wicker cart. He's like, there's Damn lots it. of rugs and rugs will be pulled. <laughs> <laughs> now go down to the rug store. It's, it's near the Pick old shack. Out. Yeah, It's not part of the scheme. Pick out a rug and I'll pull it. <laughs> uh it's like vanilla ice. If you've got a rug, I'll pull it. <laughs> um, all right. So um, they realize that he's just going to blow up the civilians no matter what. Rickshaw comes back on a TV, tells them at this point to go to the old shack. Then we get our first flashback. <laughs> Do you oh, think he plays man. reruns of the Three Stooges in between his messages? <laughs> he, at this point, he calls round one the warm-up round, mm-hmm. and round two is the bonus round. So where's the regular yeah. round? Where's the number? <laughs> yeah, because then there's three, exactly. right? Or four? Yeah, and after the bonus round, there's more. The bonus round should be at the end. At the end, because it's like a bonus. The round, like the round naming convention in this film is unforgivable. Unforgivable. Rick yeah. Shaw. Took most me right out of the story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Who knew how to take their powers, but waited this long? Right. Why'd you lose so many times, Rickshaw? Sounds like that's on you. <laughs> Do you think that James Remar asked, like, why is this the bonus round? <laughs> this should be the end. And they're like, dude, shut up. We're hey, paying you too do. much. You just got to keep reading the lines. Yeah, there's no time. Like, there's no time. Just like Dennis Hopper and that crow. Oh, God. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Again, one day, a few hours. Yeah. Show, yeah, shows up doing my lines. Okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Like okay, I got the uh, tape. Remarred. I got one the of those. T- like you have to pay him before he does the work. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um. So I never wanted to do. All right. So they get to the old shack. 
for some cider. <laughs> and oh, by- sorry. Sorry, we uh, the flashback. Uh, you start talking about it. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, right. Yeah. That's right. Right. We got our first flashback. Um, and they're on the roof. I swear, Tommy. Wiseau no, no. This, this isn't the roof. This, this isn't the roof. No, it's not the roof scene. No, this this is the party scene. They're at a party oh, oh, yeah. in college. John and Jill hook up, but they get interrupted because his watch. I don't know. Is telling him he has to take his vitamins Keep, or something. Keeps beeping. Yeah. Um, he's got Clark Kent glasses. He does. Yeah. Yeah, the alarms for the big psych test that he has are studying. <laughs> I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure it tells him it's time to take <laughs> take his multivitamin. Yeah. Um, we so, need a hero. Yeah, so uh, they get to the old shack. They find coffins and civilians tied up. The coffins have their names on them. There's a gun on the table. They're told to kill themselves to save the civilians, but instead John just shoots the civilians. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> After. A, after almost shooting himself in the head really dramatically. Yeah. Yeah. This guy is unstable. Yes, he is. And it's I'm gonna kill myself. Wait, no. I'm gonna kill these people kill instead. Them. It's it's just like that. It's the uh speed theory. Shoot the hostages, take them out of the equation. Yeah, it's a badass move. Um uh, Cutthroat says, I'm done playing fair, and Charge says, That's just what he wants. Um, I keep bringing up these lines because they get repeated. Uh, yeah. yeah. And they're so, that, so that was number stuff. one of that's just what he wants. Yeah. That's just what he that's wants. Just what he wants. <laughs> that's just, he's like, no, guys, what I really want is to be loved. Right. Uh, yeah, I want motivation is not important at this point. No, it's not. Uh, we need to help. And so then uh, Rick Shaw sends them to the bar. They arrive at the bar. Uh, he, he, he says, "Wait, wait, wait! Oh, this was at the at the beginning of this round. Before he shoots the people, he says, this round will be the most fun yet. It's the second round. Yes, it's the most fun yet. <laughs> yeah, it's an easy, you know, it's like Oh, and for the fourth time, he says this. Well, he says this game is the simplest yet. Also, ah." Uh. They've so all been that's four simples so far. I don't think we're even halfway through the movie. But uh, then Shadow's like, I have to go back to the laundromat and put my clothes in the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to steal my clothes. Uh, <laughs> Shadow clothes. Right, Cutthroat's like, you know, can we swing back by the antique shop? Because there was this <laughs> little stained glass lamp. <laughs> my, my sister, sister would love it. Yeah, my yeah. sister would love it. <laughs> uh, um, Oh, God, yeah. So uh, they get to the bar. They find two guns and Ben's sister, Emily, tied up. They're told Ben has to kill either Jill or John to save his sister. Rickshaw doesn't care which. Um, Ben grabs a gun. John and he struggles. Then there's a knife, I guess. So there's a knife. And, like, is that why he's cutthroat? Were, Were the knives there? They were on the they table. Were just there. Okay. It's like a bar slash pizza place. Um, <laughs> just, there so of pizza, course, there were pizza boxes stacked up. Um, yeah, 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 what if he? Yeah. What if there was like a pizza cutter on there and he has to like, <laughs> like yeah, slice yeah. them? Funny is, there are perfectly reasonable reasons to have a knife in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, sure. Yeah. We need to get a lime too. So yeah, yeah. Lime. they struggle. John ends stabbing. up stabbing Ben. Um, 
John gets slashed in the chest. Ben dies, and Emily gets blown up. Emily's line, her one line reading was so terrible. John, help me, help me, help me. Or no, was, what was his name? Ben. Ben. Ben, help me. Help me, Ben. <laughs> that yeah, well, that was her was, exact reading. Uh, she was pretty firmly gagged, and then just suddenly cut scene uh, just was not Yeah. Yeah. Gagged he should have been like, yeah, sorry, bitch, I'm cutthroat. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sis. <laughs> sorry, sis. This is Pine Bluffs. What is the name of the town? I don't know. Pine Mountain. You died the moment you came here. Um, <laughs> for summer. We were, uh, we're going to take the camp. ski lift up to the top. Yeah. As they are fighting, uh, cutthroat and charge, uh, it was the third instance of... Uh, Charge says, this is exactly what Rickshaw wants. <laughs> okay. Dog, you just shot two people in the face. <laughs> yeah. Did you <laughs> just to take them out of the equation. Yeah. So, all right. So then um, we get another flashback. Ben and John are talking in a car. They're arguing about Ben being reckless. <laughs> and that's all. <laughs> that's Loose the whole. Cannon. Yeah. I, I love I love this moment because he's like those people wouldn't I would have taken care of them he's like you needed my help like the director and the writer and the lead actor of this movie is the <laughs> most important thing in this whole thing no matter yeah. what happens oh yeah well and in that flashback that takes place a few hours after he has adopted Cutthroat like remember when you were in the circus and your parents died in that trapeze accident when you were 27 (laughs) and you got speed (laughs) and also apparently knives i don't know your cutthroat what is that about you couldn't even feed yourself i've been hand feeding you grapes for a week i chew them up and spit them into your mouth Totally unnecessary, but I just want to see George George man. Clooney chewing up grapes and spitting them into Chris. What's his face's mouth? O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell's uh, mouth. Yeah, All their right. relationship is entirely symbiotic, though, because uh, what's his name? Cutthroat, peripheral vision. You know, yeah. warns him about things coming up. <laughs> oh, from oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was one scene where Sorry, he Sorry, punching down, but oh, goddamn. No, man. there That's was like his only oh, value, I guess. Yeah, there was one this scene where um where uh. Uh, John come walks into a room and there's a hanging lamp and it bumps into the side of his head because he couldn't that. see it. And I was like, Oh, Oh, that oh wasn't, that was, that wasn't on purpose. That's just the perils of having one eye. Oh no. Well, and, and also them just powering through this movie. They're like, no, we can't, we can't shoot it again. <laughs> no, no, we can't. <laughs> the whole thing yeah. is in one take. And close yeah. enough. Yeah. We only have this town for 12 hours. <laughs> we packed into their surveillance. <laughs> this town surveillance system. Like they're in London. All right. So uh, then in the present, John explains to Jill that he knows Rickshaw must be close because of he, all the surveillance stuff. Yeah. He tri- He says triangulate like three times in this conversation. Yeah, we can triangulate his location. Right, from it's like the, enhance. From yeah, the TV location. Which, if you don't know this, yeah. that is how uh, law enforcement can triangulate your location, even on like a oh, a burner sorry. phone, because right. they can, you know, they, they take the three it. towers, yeah. the time frame that it takes for the information to travel back and forth. Triangulating someone's location using radio 
is how we do it. That's and like radar and things like that work that way. They're just watching yeah. fucking TVs. Yeah. The quality well, is no different. Yeah. There's no way. A Xeroxed map. And, the, then, yeah. and the Sharpie. There is no <laughs> reason he would be exactly in the center in between these spots. Well, and yeah, if he was I really mean, clever, he would have been in the building next door to the exact center. Watched yeah. them it's arrive like and said, ha Following them. I, <laughs> you fell right into my very obvious trap of the triangulation device, whatever the fuck paper they map. Run, they run out of the bar and they're like, we need to get there right now. We could take this rickshaw. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So just <laughs> real. Real quick. The rules are simple as he's running them there. Rickshaw rules are simple. You have to come from Jamaica to win the gold medal. Um. Anyway, your hands in the rickshaw at all times. Um. So the enhance made me reminded me of it. So in Spooky House, there's a scene where um, and this was shot. This was shot in 1998. FYI. There's a scene okay. where they're watching a video on the internet with like, I'm pretty sure, um, what was that? What was that old um, video player like uh, that Apple um, used um, in the early time? Yeah, QuickTime. They're watching a QuickTime video of mm-hmm. the trick where the dude's wife disappeared, the magician's wife, dis- Ben Kingsley's wife disappeared. And they're like, he's saying something there. And she clicks an enhance button on QuickTime. <laughs> and it enhances. It zooms into his mouth and enhances the wave file so they can hear what he whispered to his wife. And what he whispers to his wife is, I hate children. <laughs> <laughs> right before she's about to That's die in a magic trick. Wow. Uh, anyways, okay, so should should we do Spooky House for our hundredth episode? I, <laughs> I almost think it was it was it was crazy. It was crazy. Um. So, um, all right. So then, um. He, uh, yeah, so John confesses to Jill that he never had superpowers, and that's why Rickshaw's injection didn't work. He, was Rickshaw just giving them all 5G? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah. Um, That's why they could triangulate his location. That's how, <laughs> That's how it happened. Fastest network yet. Yeah. <laughs> he tells her that he's in love with her. Then the TV comes on and Rickshaw tells him to go to the thrift store. <laughs> Pick out some but old. Then he changes the channel, and it's I love Lucy. Yeah, go to the uh, thrift store. Pick out some twelve-year-old brown corduroys. The finals are coming up, he says. The, the finals. finals. The finals. First, they're going to state. Okay, so what were the names? Okay, so we had the warm-up round. The warm-up round. The, the bonus, bonus round, round. The elimination round right. was the last one with uh, the sister. What? And uh, and then the finals. Yes, and then the finals. <laughs> yeah, all right. Whatever, rickshaw. <laughs> Naming rounds is not your strong suit. <laughs> we, we don't know what a strong suit is other than possibly pulling a cart. <laughs> and pulling rugs. <laughs> That's, That's how you practice. That's how you and train. keeping the rules simple. Yes. <laughs> um, so they arrive at the thrift store. They're told that the store is wired to blow up and that one of them has to be dead in 90 seconds or the store will blow up. Or they okay, could. So this is the part uh, of the- it's 50% off blue tags. Woo! <laughs> so 
I don't know if anybody set their watch to the timer here. This 90 seconds seemed to go on for oh, ever. All, well, of, all of the seconds. timers were way, way off. Yeah. So the other thing is we have the test image right on the screen with the clock cycling down. Dramatic effect. They're zooming in on this screen. And then we look away, we look at our characters, and then we're zooming in on the screen again. The numbers as they are counting down are superimposed over it. And you can see them drifting across yeah. the oh, number no. people out of the yeah. color bars oh, no. as we're zooming in. <laughs> so constantly these numbers are changing and they keep shooting back to it. And I, by the end of it, I was just like screaming at my TV like, God, uh, just move the numbers <laughs> or stay in one focal point. Oh, no. <laughs> this ends our broadcast day. Oh God, it was so frustrating because they did it. They shot back and forth between it like at least six seconds. This is the laziest shit I've ever oh, seen. Oh my God. I didn't need the numbers on the screen. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. All it's right. a small thing. Go ahead, Al. Mm-mm. No. Okay. So, um, <laughs> John tells Jill to shoot him somewhere. Not lethal. That looks good. Right in the dick. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's a, you would bleed out pretty quick. There's a lot of blood flow in there. Second (laughs) only to the heart. Yeah. yeah. And when she leaves um, and Rickshaw isn't watching, he'll go and find Rickshaw's position and kill him. So, all right. Well, okay. So there's a couple things here and actually reminds me about the knife in what's his face's stomach earlier. Um, So, he says, no, no, further to the right. Don't shoot me in the heart. That's the lungs. That's just yeah. as bad. Yeah. Just yeah. as bad as the heart. Well, you want to go for the, the leg, you know? Like well, no, thigh. no, but he wants it to look good. So, like, all right, the shoulder, maybe. I can see the yeah. shoulder. The shoulder, the stomach, it's painful. Right. And you may die. You're probably going to die. But, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So yeah, that's a gut shot's nothing to laugh at. No, it's not. Yeah. But that's what that brings me back to the knife wound in uh, what's his face? The wall. The wall. Um, I was like, they're like, he's going to die any second. I looked that up. I mean, yes. But also, if you apply pressure to us, I, I, I spent a long time looking at this. If you get stabbed directly in the gut, not in the sides, but directly in the middle of the gut, chances are it's not going to pierce an intestine because those tend to just move because the blade isn't moving fast enough to pierce them. Yeah. Um, so if you apply pressure to a direct gut wound with a knife, gunshots, whole nother story, but with a knife, chances are you're going to survive for several hours, long enough to get to an ER. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. It's going to suck. But if the object is not removed, you definitely will be okay to go to a hospital and, you know. Yeah, but so like. Once you take it out is what makes it particularly deadly. Right, but like continuing to to keep the pressure there so you don't bleed out. You're, oh, yeah. not, you're not going to get sepsis and die for uh, you got a couple hours. You got some time. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's a, a survival. Yeah. Unless you like kidney or liver. Or yeah. Exactly. Which are all line. not directly yeah. in the middle. Mm-hmm. The only way that's likely to happen for you to die immediately is if by some chance you did happen to get an intestine or and, pierce your yeah. stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that yeah. the acid, if the well, acid drains it out of. Yeah. So I mean, as I, we. Uh, just poison your bloodstream. Yeah. As we see, these heroes are notoriously bad at saving people. Yes. Oh, yeah. They're true. bad at this. But again, getting shot to the right of the heart is not preferable to getting no. shot yeah. in the heart. <laughs> Good point. Um, 
And he specifically says, right no, no, dick. my right. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Uh, you so, still got a collapsed lung. Yeah. It's yeah. bleeding in there. You're you, still you run on a collapsed lung. He's just, ble- he's just yeah. breathing blood. And you have to be a marksman, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. just a, a quarter of an inch in any way. <laughs> yeah, and have some understanding of anatomy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Your average human being well, and with it was, gun training it was, would still kill somebody. Yeah. Well, and it was kind situation. it was kind of right in the middle, so it definitely broke his breast bl- bone. Like ribs mm-hmm. are shattered, that like he's screwed up, man. Yeah, I mean you got you guys are right, the shoulder, but yeah, so you'd have to be very precise. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, he, so what, what caliber is this weapon? We're just. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets shot. Uh, she leaves and we get our last flashback, which is the roof scene. John convincing the others to become superheroes. Uh, Rickshaw. He, he's been crossing out uh, people's faces. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> he has like. And photos. dotting their faces also with the and, marker. Yeah. Just <laughs> stabbing <laughs> their faces. <laughs> <with> <laughs> and um, <laughs> so he's got photos of them without masks he yeah. knows their identities um yep. but at this point he he crosses out john's face charge's face um and he draws a heart around jill's face was this all for potential sex oh was mm. he like in love with jill uh, i don't know Is that why, he, why he kept failing is that what he meant um but uh he he still sent her i mean even after charge is presumably dead he then sends her to go play with some grenades with some hostages. So I don't know. Uh, um, Jude noted that a number of these, um, these uh, uh, photographs were like pretty candid and like, they were like smiling at the camera and stuff. So he was like, was he just Facebook stalking them? (laughs) (laughs) I thought maybe he was friends with them or maybe he was like a regular at the restaurant that they all worked at together or something. It's like, Oh, we had to fill in all those yeah which is not always a bad thing but seems real crucial to tell you who the villain is and why yeah there's little things that are like like okay so like he mentioned something like when that thing came out of the sky it gave us powers like okay cool that's, that's all fine. i need yeah. i accept that yeah I appreciate until that. al yeah. tells us that in the prequels series they had the powers dawn of for, time since the dawn, dawn of time of- then, well that thing came out of the sky at the dawn of time oh. obviously uh, uh huh. But also, he says he's aging and he has no power, so he can't be more than in his late twenties at the most. That dude, like that's true. It couldn't have happened more than ten years prior. Well, in this universe, the dawn of time was about twenty years ago. Nineteen fifty-two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I skipped over that contradiction. It was way earlier when uh, Shadow and the Wall were walking to the junkyard. Yeah. Uh, or the lumber yard. I forget which. Um, Doesn't matter. But uh, she says, how do you think we got here? Uh, he says, I don't know. You went down hard, though. Do you remember? No, nothing. Like, how do you know she went down hard? Right? If you right. don't remember anything. Yeah. You just, you just said that. But I know now why Shadow and Wall were teamed up. <laughs> because Sh- Shadow can only use her powers when there's a wall, wall. <laughs> in which to project <laughs> her shadow. Uh, all right. So um, John wakes up. He triangulates the map. And he draws <laughs> lines between all of the yards yes. and the laundromat and the 
antique store, right? Or no, the t- antique store was at the center. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, I, I don't remember. I don't think it was the antique store, but it, just wherever he was, was. Yeah. Okay. Wherever was Rickshaw was, was in the conveniently. Center. Exactly in the center. Exactly. Well, and there was one port point where they were at the, uh, I don't know, antique store, army surplus. I don't know. But um, Charge and Shadow, maybe another character, they were all standing in front of a Confederate flag that was hanging in there. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I missed uh, that. Ooh. Yeah. You know, in Army Surplus, they sell all kinds of flags, but it was just this one. Huh. Yeah. Intentional uh, or not. I, I, would, I had just been thinking like, wow, I don't see any people that aren't white. And then, oh, huh. Yeah. Huh. Flag we see in the movie other than what the villain's wearing. I mean, you choose to point the camera in a direction, so. Yeah. Right. And no. you had this brutal bad guy dressed as Uncle Sam. Oh. Or the or the union. Oh, no. But oh, I, no. I doubt he, uh, I doubt he thought this much about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clearly didn't think that much about a lot of things. I Yeah. Right. I have a feeling he was like, okay, we've got the army surplus store for like 30 minutes. Go in. Go. Hurry. Go. 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 Well, I'm sure he was like, look, there is no subtext. Does everybody hear me? No subject. <laughs> uh, what is happening? All right. So then, uh, yeah, he finds, he goes to <laughs> Rickshaw's place, fights his army of furries. Um, yep. <laughs> wow. Jill's <laughs> dealing with some sort of like, some sort of like uh, grenade shell game. Well, and how terrible your peripheral and just even direct line of sight is in a giant. <laughs> costume character they're the most that's the most ineffective costume a guard could wear you have to turn your whole trunk to see what it is (laughs) but it looks awesome it does look awesome like it did in an umbrella academy yeah all right so um then so while jill's dealing with the grenade game um whatever it is whatever that is i what round is this it's, I don't know. This is the final round? Yeah. The final count. She walks in. She's like, fuck, it's Monopoly. God <laughs> it's damn. A, this it's is going to take forever. Round. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the only one left. <laughs> John finds and kills Rickshaw, but with his dying breath, Rickshaw starts a timer to blow up the whole town. Um, <laughs> Seems empty. So, How did he kill uh, Rickshaw? Did he shoot him? Uh, two barrels, uh, two barrels to the chest. Yeah, yeah, that uh, the yeah, pirate yeah, shotgun, little yeah. sawed off. And right, right. yeah, so um, and then he stands there as Rickshaw <laughs> slowly takes out the thing and mm. slowly presses the button, <laughs> right, and then says, oh, "What did you do?" He did something you easily could have stopped him from doing in the 30 seconds it took him to do it. That's what he wants. <sighs> it's yeah, he quite did. simple. Maybe <laughs> maybe he's actually the bad guy. I think he might be. He shot those Ooh. guys in the head. I mean, yeah. clearly not a good. So at this yeah. at yeah. this point, yeah. he, he gets on the TV broadcast and tells Jill the town's going to blow up and she should get out. She d- d- She lets those hostages go, right? She, yes. she frees yeah, them. These are the only hostages saved because everyone else that's in the town, three. three, three hostages three, get saved. These are Out the hundred. Yeah. And all the rest, I assume are in the town somewhere and they're not running around trying to find <laughs> them. them. No, but 
<laughs> I guess it's fish fry night down at the Presbyterian church. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so there's three, three out of a hundred they get. Um, yeah. And they're kind of an afterthought even. She's like, I'm here. I may as well untie him. <laughs> um, when in Pine Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> so she, uh, she goes to John's location to help him run like to help him escape with her. They've got like two minutes. At first, this first she has to run back to, uh, wherever it was that she shot him, where he left the map to figure out the triangulation. Right. Which lucky he yeah. left it yeah. there. Lucky. Well, she, good. she knew he dropped it and didn't take it with him. So he knows his way around the town yeah. enough to yeah. leave the map behind. The map is the clumsiest <laughs> right. uh, device yeah. in this movie. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, she has to run back there and then run to the location and find him and very slowly say, let's get you out of here or whatever. Right. right. Well, and, and meantime, he's like, just go. Like, there's no time. Why is he just standing there? Like, even if I'd gotten right. shot... I'd be like, well, maybe if I can get out of this town, I can get to a doctor. Like, I still would have been, yeah. personally, I would have been, tr- he just he just went and subdued guards and subdued the bad guy. I imagine he still has enough left in him to walk yeah. out of this place. Right. There's yeah. no reason right. to just sit there and let himself blow up. I, I really yeah. wish that she would have carried him out in her arms. <laughs> yeah. And And she's had heels on the whole time. Yeah, those big ass, like gigantic cloppity clop heels. Yeah, that you heard clopping every time she walked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, and sometimes she'd like kind of like try to do a superhero strut, but I noticed like she'd she'd do it, but also like with like her head hanging down. (laughs) So it's like I don't know. She was a little slouchy. (laughs) She was kind of slouchy, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. and, and credits just roll as they start to leave. That's the movie. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's this movie. Is it? Or. Yeah. There is a post credit scene. Oh, there is there. <laughs> there? <laughs> you didn't watch you it. You missed it. No, I didn't. I missed it too. I didn't watch it. Post credit uh, scene. Guys. Is Jigsaw still alive? Rule number one. Always watch to the end. Ugh, but I I just um, didn't want to. After credit scene, cutthroat, laying on the floor with a knife sticking out of his chest, opens his eyes. And that's it. Yeah. The fuck that's does that. that even mean? Maybe he had his powers all along. Maybe friendship was the power that they made <laughs> along the way. Maybe they need him for a sequel. Cutthroat will return. <laughs> and J Trosts. <laughs> the Avengers. Um, yeah, so that's that's the movie. Um we I I don't have any unanswered questions. We got to everything during here. this. Um, um I have an unanswered question. Uh Cutthroat being a speedster, why does he wear a cape? Yes. Yes. Capes are good for flyers. Good, good, good question. <laughs> they, uh, Always be capes, flying. Capes provide stability when you're flying. Yeah, they are useless if you're running. That is, it's yeah. just going to slow you down, actually, if you're running. It sounds Quite cool. A bit. He just likes the sound of the cape. 
<laughs> and again, if he's fast, why is his name Cutthroat? We, no, we, the most confusing will be Rickshaw. You know, <laughs> yeah, yes. the least intimidating name ever. Rickshaw. Just, I, mean, I know it well, sounds like Rick, Rickshaw is clearly just like phonetically close to Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Yeah, That's exactly. Saying, yeah. Exactly. Like, so uninspired. So very uninspired. Well, and I found it baffling that they never even mentioned the other, the hero that was dead at the beginning of the movie. Oh, right. Well, never even was, mentioned yeah. him. I was expecting right. him to be in the flashbacks, but he never was. They never say who this was. Or even. Remar saying like I've already taken care of da, 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 to show you yeah. that I'm serious. Or yeah, or yeah. I was expecting uh, what's it like a um, charge to be like they got blackjack or whatever. Yeah, Brett, <laughs> yeah. Man. They got jughead. They got <laughs> weave. Um, according to a bit of trivia I saw on IMDb, due to budget concerns, they were tearing pages out of the script. Oh, and they killed that guy in real life. Yeah, <laughs> he was just it's already like dead there. They, they were like, dress him we up as a superhero. We use what we have. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could see that. You got 20 grand. You've got three days to shoot. You shoot what's absolutely necessary and skip what you don't have to. Yeah. You shoot one of the actors. Way. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. it's cheaper. Repeat, repeat several lines over and over again. Yeah. Mm. Um, paying Remar re- per word. Repeat scenes over and over again. You but say, didn't you say things thing. like somehow Palpatine is back. <laughs> like you just get to the next thing. Uh, I am Groot. But see, he didn't get the same deal Vin Diesel did. Yeah. They, they just had him say it once and just looped it over and over. All right. So guys, uh, anyone have any last thoughts before we can no, put, man. before no, we can end this, this madness? My last thought. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had eight thought about it. Zero fun. Uh, I laughed zero times. My eyes hurt from rolling into the back of my head. I cared not for anyone. I I think I laughed one time, and that was the trampoline cage fight. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> trampoline yeah, cage fight. Just how Tell ridiculous that friends. was. Yeah. Oh, God. They're oh, on a trampoline. Okay. The one thing uh, I enjoyed more than anything was you guys talking about this movie after having watched it how poor <laughs> of a movie this was it was a bad how you enjoyed it. it was a bad movie yeah. and here's the thing it's like i can appreciate a super low budget film that was like yeah. you know and yeah this could like it in the, the concept is pretty sound on this movie um, I appreciated it the the normal guy pretending to be super persuading the actual powers to mm-hmm. do something meaningful. Yeah, I mean, there's little bits uh, and pieces. That was that was all flashback. Yeah, there's little bits yeah. and pieces within this, but like again, like if you're gonna do this, like do it all the way, like do a well, hard yeah, R. Be, be earnest and sincere in it. This guy didn't care about superhero movies. Well, he and he just gonna- wanted that setup. If you're going to use superheroes, give them powers. Right. Explain. explain it wasn't in the budget. Well, I mean, okay. Yeah, I get that. I mean, that's, invisible. That's explain. Just, you know, have a gaffer that makes the sound of shoes. Our fucking wheels are loud enough. We can just be like, clop, 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 clop. Oh, clearly the invisible girl is walking by right now. Right. Well, I mean, I can, I can, I can even in appreciate. In Sunday yeah. shoes. Yeah, I, I tie can... a string, a knife to a string and dangle it in front of the camera. I don't I can, they, even... they had... They had the one moment of her going invisible uh, back when they were making out and he had to leave because his watch was going off. Um, he like 
walks to the door and turns around and she's not there. Really? Least, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's in a flashback? That was yeah. in a flashback. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, she I mean, still had her powers. I can even appreciate you're like, well, I don't have the money to make, give them their powers. So we'll like, that's the conceit. Like his, their powers get taken away. Like, I, like that's all clever. It's just... This, yeah. the, the 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 script was ridiculous, and it was it's it's not. He chose a format that was that was tell and not show, but then he never even really told. Yeah, yeah. And I don't need to even see them use their powers. There was no conversation about you know a battle that they all kicked ass at or lost against Rickshaw or you know. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be a scene. It's not even a com conversation like, i thought you know, that he was in prison like the fantastic like, four they knew who dr doom was <laughs> yeah i think yeah. they thought he was dead they did at or, one point say i thought yeah. we took care of rickshaw seems like it, yeah charge took care him of in him. prison killed yeah. him something yeah Have him rest home. but no i mean it's it was you yeah. know it's it, it was a poorly do? written script um there were some actually sound- uh, the first time uh, Rickshaw came on the camera. Whatever he was saying, he's like, "It's good to see you all again." Um, I, for yeah. a second, thought I, I was watching the sequel. Mm. Right. That's a good. Uh, yeah. He, that uh, Rickshaw's character really is in the prequel comic. So yes. yeah. Um, I would just quickly point out that when they released this into theaters, they renamed it from "All Superheroes Must Die" to "Versus VS." Period. Which seems Actually, like that it, was. Oh, I saw that. I online. thought that was the original title. No, no, that that was when that was the theatrical. That was run. the theatrical run. They okay. named it versus, and then for streaming, changed it right. back to All People Superheroes Must Die. die I imagine because they were like, "Well, this is terrible and very confusing. You can't Google it." <laughs> like, yeah, like you, like well, the movie you, just, you just end up getting uh, epic rap battles of history. Yeah, exactly. Um, Adolf Hitler versus Darth Vader. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> oh, history just comes alive. We haven't mentioned the music. This was my <laughs> least favorite part of the entire movie. Uh, the music throughout this movie. They used, Somehow, there's it gets worse. The music was just. They 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 used uh, royalty free like uh, classical music through a big chunk of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> It was bad. Yeah. It was bad, bad score. It was bad. Yeah. It's a bad movie. Oh. Um, so, all right. Are you guys ready to rank it so we can be it done? It, it felt like a demo reel. It did. Yeah. It felt like a college film. Sure. Let's bring it down. Um, that's what I mean. Yeah. A demo reel. Just to show that he could do these scene setups. Yeah. Uh, um, Cannibal the Musical was. I, I think. That, absolutely. That was, a, oh, yeah. that was a college film. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what that was. A college film demo. So ranking. All right. So here's the bottom of our list. I don't think there's any doubt it's going to be somewhere near the bottom. The question is, how far? (laughs) How far does it go? I think I mentioned in our text. I I actually remember laughing more times during Super Capers, that sneaky one that turned out to be sort of a Christian message. But I remember laughing at it a few times. Yeah. Yeah. The main character. Power of they, prayer. They did superhero tropes better. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean. The yes, time traveling true. RV. Like, I remember moments of that movie. This movie, I'm just going to remember James Remar. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, I was kind of torn. I mean, it as, could be the worst. 
I was torn as to whether it went above or below Super Capers. That was the only question I had in my mind, and I, I keep going back and forth. I yeah, did not call. enjoy this whatsoever. Like, no. there was no moment of me smirking or smiling or thinking something was clever. Mm. Yeah. Nothing seemed serious and nothing seemed ironic at the same time. Like, the judge the was capers. was funny in Super Capers. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That end scene with yeah. the throne room scene. Oh, God, Super right. Capers. Oh, God. And there were villains. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, okay. Um, Al, what do you think? Uh, let's put it at a hundred, Thoreau. All right, let's do it. Let's do our it. Hundo our hundredth, our hundredth episode is our hundredth movie. All superheroes must die. Uh, does that make it a hundo or a nundo? Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, some, some Pokemon. Or J Tro. <laughs> uh, so there it goes. Uh, the worst movie we've yet done. Least best. The yeah, least best. Uh, um, when and as I said, guys, next week uh, we are going to be uh, doing our hundredth episode, spectacular extravaganza. There, we're gonna have a a look back. We're gonna play around with the rankings. We're gonna have a few different. Uh, lists and discussions about a few different topics for you um so uh some games yeah some games Uh, it's gonna be a lot of just fun um just to get people psyched up for the episode after that it's uh iron man 3 right yeah two weeks from now it'll be iron man 3 um but yeah if i if i had not pointed out (laughs) this movie it was Iron Man. Humble, my humblest apologies, sirs. But <laughs> I don't know. But now, but it wouldn't actually, have been one hundred. I'm not sorry. <laughs> yeah, hundred wouldn't have been hundred. No. Right. So I kind of appreciate that. That matches yeah. up. It was kismet. It's meant to be. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. I, I'm. I'm glad this popped up because it was so terrible. It was truly. Um, it's a. It's a landmark. It was. It was a landmark um, (laughs) of how bad a movie can be. So, um, yeah, that's it. We will see everybody next week. Our 100th movie special. Join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, And, you know, thanks for hanging out with us on Harmless Phosphorescence. This has been your host, Throw Smiley. I'm going to go and get my ass kicked now. (laughs) I'm Josh Cece, and we're not all the way up shit creek. I'm Brian Lesh, and if I have to watch the sequel to this movie, I will stab myself in the heart. <laughs> I'm Alark Weber, and I am rigged to various life-threatening devices. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mainly cats. Uh, cats. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next right. time. <laughs>